Welcome to the BizTimes MKE podcast. I'm Arthur Thomas, an associate editor at BizTimes Media. Today I'm joined by Jerry Jendusa. Jerry is the co-founder of the Stuck Trio of Companies where he helps small businesses. He is also a co-chair of Scale Up Milwaukee, a mogul on the entrepreneurship TV show Project Pitch It, and grew his own company, MTech, from a basement startup to an international $100 million business. All of that aside, he is on the podcast today because he is among our regular strategy com contributors in our magazine, BizTimes Milwaukee. His latest piece is headlined, Sustaining Great Results During and After a Crisis. I wanted to have him on today to dive a little deeper and hopefully give listeners something to think about for their own companies. Jerry, thank you for joining me. Thanks, Arthur. It's great to be on. Uh, maybe let's start here. Just, you know, what message uh, were you hoping to get across to, to businesses, to business leaders um, in this piece? You know, I think the, I think the message is there's a, there's always a couple different ways you can go with, with the business and you, you can overanalyze things and you can be paralyzed. You can be paralyzed because of fear and the fear of the unknown is very prevalent during this pandemic. And the more you can charter these these waters, if you will, that haven't been chartered before with some type of a flow, some type of a pace, some type of a rhythm with getting others involved is really what is what that messaging was and, and purpose for the message. All right. So you warn in, in this column, you know, against uh, turning that old adage that that drastic times call for drastic measures. Um, I mean, these were certainly, you know, drastic times. These, uh, the spring was, and it's, you know, kind of continuing. Um, I guess in your view, wh- and why isn't now, you know, time for, for big change? Well, and, and everything is relative, right? And every business is going to be unique to their own. Uh, are they an essential business? Are they non-essential? They've opened back up, uh, et cetera. So, but when you when you do things drastically, you might be getting away from what your true purpose is, and and you you've developed a team. So these small businesses or whatever size business, you, you've got this team, you've got this skill set, and you have a certain culture. It, don't don't get too far away from what that is, and leverage and utilize that and utilize those assets as part of your team. And and I think of I think of people as human capital. And they don't necessarily appear on asset sheets, on balance sheets, if you will, as an asset. They, they appear more as an expense. And, and leveraging human capital to innovate, to pivot in ways, to listen to customers, to collaborate is, is, is something that's so critical. But that doesn't necessarily mean drastic change. That might be subtle tweaks, subtle differences in your execution process with getting other people involved and engaged and, and really amp that up and accelerate everything that you're doing, but don't do something wholesale in a different manner unless it truly makes sense. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And you, you point out a couple of times in, in the piece, you know, uh, kind of financials as being that, that lagging indicator that, you know, happens at the end of the month or whenever you're, you're checking in on it. Um, that's things that have happened in the business already. Um, but with how, you know, dramatic this period has been, you know, the numbers are going to be, uh, frightening in, in some cases, how can business leaders kind of get themselves, 
outside of you know just looking at those at the numbers like that and kind of look into those other things where that you can you know those other assets you have that don't show up on a balance sheet don't show up in the numbers it's such a good it's such a good point because oftentimes businesses are measured purely by profit loss purely by cash flow cash on hand and other types of financial metrics. And if those truly are lagging indicators, which I believe that they are, some of the leading indicators, and then if you're only measuring those things, think of the, the psychological impact that has on yourself and on your employees. You could become demoralized, like, oh my gosh, we, our profits are down, we're losing this amount of money. If you're taking positive steps, if you're managing your cash, even if you're in the red for a bit, um, you, you can be doing some really great things. Your, your business could be down 30% in revenue and 15% in profit, but maybe your innovation levels are up 50% over what they were before. Maybe you're, you're realizing certain new products or new services, or you've captured new types of opportunities with new clients that you've never had before. So that message is, how do you measure new customer acquisitions? How do you measure new value-added services that you're offering? How do you measure the amount of continuous improvement initiatives that you've done or the amount of efficiency and effectiveness that you've done within a workplace? And how do you even measure things like culture with um, the morale of the business? So sometimes the, the worst of times can be the best of times if you come together and you have this rallying cry that you're you're living and breathing because a business organization is a is a living and breathing organism, and the more that you can be doing that to a pace and with a flow, I feel the better off you'll be. So when it comes to measurements, don't measure just things that might not make you feel too jazzed about about your business. And when you look back, some of those things you're doing today, eighteen months from now, twenty four months from now even six months from now might have a really tremendous impact on your business. Certainly. One of the interesting parts of this was the, the, the after element. And I'm not sure we're at after yet quite when it comes to COVID. Um, But we're certainly at a different place than we were this spring when there was so much uncertainty and so much rapid change Um, for, you know, the kind of the immediate crisis has passed, but we're still in a, in a very challenging time. Uh, how does that maybe change what a business needs to do in terms of kind of taking stock of everything that they've done over the last three months or whatever it is to move forward um, productively? I think um, I think a term to use is change and change management. There's a, there's a very simple book that's called Who Moved My Cheese? And people, if you've read the book, you have an appreciation. There's a hem and there's a haw and there's a sniff and there's a scurry. And if you're a hem or a haw and you're really not taking action or if you're a scurry and you're just rushing around doing so many things but not being overly productive, you've, you've had an opportunity to sniff things out over the past six months. You've had an opportunity to level set with your staff, with your products, with your services, with how you've pivoted. So at least you've got that familiarity. So there's, there's some building blocks that you can then accelerate from. And and so to to think of that and to think of where you're at, you now may have created a new norm. Don't give up on that new norm. Just go with it and and flow. Because the the whole pace of business really to me now should be measured in 30, 60, 90 day 
type periods, and it could even be shorter periods than that. The, the businesses that typically would only meet with employees once a year or would never meet with employees, I think that's the type of, of, of stuff that has to change, where there's people working from home, so you're used to that. Um, you're used to how do I communicate now on a Zoom discussion or whatever other tool I'm using. Um, what does my pace look like? What is my method? And, and just continue down that path because you're, you're now ready to handle some of these challenges. And we might not like what we hear. We, we may not like more potential pending orders that come up, um, which is going to cause people to pause. It's going to cause people to not to invest. And just think about that for a moment. If, if there's a lot of people that have been laid off, um, there's people that are fearful of investing. Now could be a really great opportunity to hire some key staff members. Now could be a great opportunity to utilize and leverage those skill sets with people that you might not have been able to hire just six months ago because the market was so tough for hiring. Um, but then let's get those people to work. Let's get those people inspired and, and energized in, in different areas that can really help uh, help the business propel. Really seems like it's kind of, it's walking that balancing line between the drastic action, the wholesale, you know, change and the uh, kind of paralyzed by the, the crisis on the other hand and kind of splitting the difference of that, making, you know, making changes, adapting uh, and taking advantage of opportunities that are out there. Yeah, I tell you, I just was, I literally just got off of a Zoom with a small business in Milwaukee and they're going through and, and hiring an individual in a sales and marketing role. And the thought process became, what if we hired two people? Our business was, is relatively stabilized. If we get two people going through training at the same time, they can have this experiential learning together. It's going to save us money as to how we go about our training and development. Somebody might excel in certain areas where somebody may excel in other areas. And, but that is a mindset because that's a really big risk. That's, a, that's an investment for a small business that a lot of small businesses either feel they can't make that investment or they, they truly can't make it. Um, but to me, the bigger the risk, the bigger the return. And you have to be very calculated about, about it while you're managing your cash, while you're keeping your relationship going with your lending institution if you have one. So it, it's definitely, there's a lot of balls to be juggling right now. And, and hopefully the mindset is um, we're going we're gonna to have some fun as we, as we go through challenging times. So challenging times, once again, can be the best of times. Certainly. Uh, is there anything else you'd want to add for, for business leaders to kind of think about along these lines? I think um, a genuine concern for their teams, a genuine concern for their supply chain, for their partners. Uh, a willingness to think of ways to collaborate. And so if there are investments that are being made that might be longer term investments, maybe, maybe the investments should be really more in the short term. So more of a short term focus to make sure we can get out and get, get through to the other side and see it and to really enjoy the journey and the ride and to kind of celebrate those successes. So when we talked earlier, we were sharing you know, don't just look at financials. Obviously, you have to look at your financials, but don't just look at your financials. Look at some other gains that you're making. Share wins with each other and then celebrate those successes because it's so easy to focus on the negative. The, the more we can help our brains and form our brains around the positives because the, there's, there's a big concern right now just with 
people being demoralized, the whole concept of mental health, even in the workplace, um, I, I don't think it can be overplayed enough. Certainly, yeah. Just even just remote work, you know, yeah. it changes everyone's interaction in the office. You know, you lost that that element of human connection, and so you have to learn to adjust. And then you add on top of that all of the uncertainty and the business challenges, and and uh, there's a lot to to deal with for employees and for business leaders. But if leaders can kind of, you know, highlight those, like you said, highlight wins. You know, hey, we did this. We did really good on this yeah. one metric last week. Or this one thing, here's something, you know, great that, that Jim did um, yeah. that helped us and just to celebrate that kind of thing. And truly the theme is we're all in it together. So think of your staff and if you're all in it together, you can, as a leader, you can be vulnerable with your staff. You don't always have to be the, the guy or the gal that knows it all or has all the answers. So you can be real humble and real open and say, you know, I really, we've never been through a situation like this. We're going to get through it together and whatever happens, happens type of thing. And we're gonna we're gonna make the most of it, but we're all in together. Certainly. righty. Well, I think we'll leave it there. I appreciate you taking Perfect. the time. Um, thanks for uh, for joining us today. Thanks, Arthur. Have a great day. This is Dan Meyer with Biz Times Media. You've been listening to the Biz Times MKE podcast. For more business news and insights, be sure to go to biztimes.com and subscribe to any of our daily e-newsletters and our magazine, Biz Times Milwaukee.